Hello and welcome to episode 14, not 15, Colin, 14 of Peas in a Podcast. Thank you. Now, before we started recording, I was I was thinking a bit of a guess, a bit of a stand, what episode number was, and 15 was pretty close. Pretty, yeah. pretty you, you, uh, you can't get closer without being accurate if you limit yourself to integers. So we had so much mouth chat earlier days. But, uh, welcome to the Christmas special. And this Christmas special is actually quite near Christmas. Remember how I had that really funny funny bit about it being a Christmas special when we recorded in like February? No, I don't remember that at all. No. <laughs> is that a did, really funny bit? Did we do that? No, that's sweet. Uh, yeah, um, you were very resistant to it at the time. <laughs> was I? Cool. Um, it's, uh, it's a Christmas special of Peas in the Podcast or Sprouts in the Podcast. I'm Sprouts in the Podcast. Oh. That's the only prep I did for this episode <laughs> was that joke. <laughs> Is that the only prep you've done? That's the only prep I've done. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. 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 Uh, there's a chance for us to look back on Christmases gone uh, gone past, years gone by, the ghosts of Christmas past, if you will. Are you just uh, talking, talking nonsense there? To reminisce we... about, uh, about Yules that you'll remember. Yeah. <laughs> you see, yeah, that, that wasn't even... That's, that's I, wasn't prepped, sorry. Wasn't prepped. This is off the cuff. Yeah, it turns out it's the only thing you're good at. It's <laughs> not prepping. <laughs> Make, making puns. All right, okay. Not prepping. Yeah, I've never, you, know, you know, have these like more in America, you have preppers, don't you? Like people who just buy thousands of tins of baked beans ready for the apocalypse. Well, mum and dad were Brexit preppers, weren't they? Were they? You know, they're, they're Brexit cupboard. Oh, yeah. But they've well, now eaten that because it became a COVID cupboard. Cool. <laughs> um, I have like. Literally in my fridge, I have um, some milk, which will probably go off tomorrow, some margarine, and one slice of bread. I mean, if if the, <laughs> if the apocalypse happens, I'm in trouble. I'm down to quite a few food stuffs because I've been in isolation for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still had a lovely sticky rice with cauliflower, broccoli, and butternut squash dish this evening. Sticky rice? How does one make rice sticky? You put it with coconut milk. Ugh. And soy sauce and garlic, if you wish to, and then bake it for ages. That sounds like a real hassle. I mean, it's, real, it's very it easy. Real, was it a real hassle? No, it was just putting some stuff in a in a tray. <laughs> How long's ages? Um, it has to be in the oven for forty five minutes. No, pass. I mean, okay. No, not doing that. <laughs> not doing that. Do you remember that Christmas song we got those those uh, remote control cars? To be honest, no. Cool. But, but I remember being told about it. Sure. If anyone listening remembers that Christmas, um, it's unlikely. Well, my mum and dad might. So my mum and dad were very ill uh, back in the Christmas of, I want to say, 1993? That was going to be my guess, yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, got... What was it? 93 was the year we got Bobby and Fido, a cuddly, cuddly bear and cuddly dog. Um, well, I know you're thinking, listener, but we can't, we can't possibly be old enough to remember 1993. As it turns out, I don't remember 1993. No, no. But I mean, they're probably thinking you can't possibly be young enough that you were still getting remote control cars in 1993. <laughs> um, we were likely. eight in 1993. You were eight. And I got a green one, you got a red one. We had some great times. I remember those cars well. They were remotely controlled. That's mostly, yeah. that's mostly what yeah. I remember. No, I, just, I mean, it's, it's, one of, it's like a, if you're questioning, questioning a witness in the police station, it's like, prove that you remember these remote control cars. Well, it's like, well, you controlled them, but you weren't right, you weren't touching them at the time. You were controlling them from somewhere else. I remember charging them up, the little, two, uh, little two-pronged charger thing. Um, mm. You do have very vivid memories of this, whereas I can picture a small child playing with them, but if you can picture watching the child, it probably is not a real memory, is it? Unless you're watching me. 
Oh, yeah, that's uh, a good point. You did look quite a lot me the other day. Having a great old time playing with those cars. <laughs> what happened to them? I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know that. Do you remember those cars we used to have back in, back in Merseyside when um, if you pulled the little string at the back, little flames came out? No, I don't remember any of these things. No, I, I, <laughs> actually, was it like a cigarette lighter? It was basically a, it, literal flames came out the back of this car. Are you sure this is a real memory? Yeah, this is true because mum told us they'd stopped working and took them. I see, but they hadn't stopped working. Had some nerdy well given them to us. I think a well-meaning mother in the school or something like that. Or classic, maybe classic a person, at the, person at the church. But yeah, we all have flames. And we were playing on the wrong carpet. I can't be smart. <laughs> Especially not with 80s carpet. That, that stuff's going to be flammable. Um, now I'm wondering if there were cigarette lighters. But no, I mean, who's, who's getting like six-year-old kids stuff with flames <laughs> coming out of the back? I mean, are you sure it wasn't like a paper flame? Or indeed, that none of this happened? Uh, I am sure of both those things, yes. Oh, no, you say <laughs> willing to believe you um, you, you, you sound very dubious of someone who's willing to believe you <laughs> I actually am willing to believe you unlike you whenever you don't remember something you you claim that I'm lying well no that's not the case because um, I mean you cut this last time I brought it up but <laughs> when you were uh, famously um, <laughs> angry about how I, I was saying no the traffic lights in Eglinton were not put in whilst we were there and you are like oh I remember it why do you always say I'm lying when I say I remember stuff and then I looked it up and turned out you're wrong you one that? occasion in which Every you occasion. Right. okay okay name, name, name one where I've been wrong um at that time that I had we met Prince Charles and you were like no we didn't <laughs> Yeah, no, good, good, good example. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that happened, but I guess that's just an example of me. Um, yeah, exactly. You're not going to call me a liar, are you? Denying, you denying, denying what you say. Yeah, no, yeah, fair enough. You and Charlie, big friends. Me and Chaz Chaz. Chaz Chaz. Um, I was wondering if you remembered our first, maybe subsequent appearances in village Christmas shows. Uh, no, let me see if I can remember whether these were village Christmas. I'm sure we've done. Have we not on this podcast talked about the uh, importance of being earnest one? Have we? I don't know. I think so, but we haven't talked about the the Just William one. I don't think. Which in turn was not the first one. Well, um, points being earnest was the first one, wasn't it? No, that was the third one, maybe maybe second one. What was no, that the second well, one? The first one. You think Mary Poppins came before? It was Mary Poppins? Um, not convinced by that, but there you go. It was. It, I remember it was because we didn't have any lines or indeed anything else to do than the, like, do star jumps on stage because we weren't old enough. And then the next year, they were like, we think you're old enough to have lines now. You got lines. Yeah, I do remember a bit of it. it was, so this is Eckington Village show. I don't remember much of the rest of the show. But we, 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 we in Village shows in years gone by, have tended to think uh, we want to do something of our own, our, work on our own material, which I don't think we did in this case because we just um, took lines straight out of uh, William and the Air Rage ARP, what of a air raid patrol? It's dramatised by Anne Thomas, I believe. Oh, right. Um, I do recall, um, well, we were William and Ginger. I can't actually remember who was who. You were William because you got the smaller part a year before in Ponce Uh, um, But we didn't have a white and blue hoot cap, which uh, he's always seen with, and I was... So I did it in a red cap. I wasn't happy about it. I didn't have ginger hair when it comes to that. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I seem to remember having a monologue. Man, monologue <laughs> do you mean yeah, a soliloquy or something was this I mean, the rest of us said something didn't we no, I seem to remember there was a lengthy monologue in it but maybe it was like three lines I'm just <laughs> but that can't have been fun for people to watch can it oh I wouldn't so, have thought so. I mean some, like eight year old kid reciting lines from Richard Crompton. I'm not oh. sure there are many sketches I've seen at any Christmas show as a child or adult that I enjoyed as a spectator no how do you feel about pantomime 
Um, I mean, gently pro, as long as I'm sat far enough back that I'm not going to be called upon to do something. From involvement, yeah, no. It's also my greatest opportunity to see ex neighbors cast, although I've yet to do so. But I feel like that's where it would be. Yeah, not this year, I guess. But um, the I I don't really. I don't like pantomimes. I only realised Oh, this. yes, you do. You see, this is partly why I don't like it. Because <laughs> that always happens. <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't. And that happens, and then, yeah, look behind you. Yeah, but it, I get it. I get it. There are three lines. <laughs> Although, weirdly, um, I was I was in a pantomime a couple of years ago, three years ago, and with like uh, a very, very minor role in it. But it had been penned by someone in the group who hopefully isn't listening to this. Um, but they had that, one of the guys playing like the um, Sheriff of Nottingham, and like everyone like, boo, your baddie, boo, all this stuff, which, which, which was cool. He did it He did it very well. I said, yeah. But at no point was look behind you or oh no, you're not, or oh no, it isn't, or whatever else um, put into the lines. I mean, if you're going to do Panto, at least do it. <laughs> Well, you were in the Millennium Panto, weren't you? That they finally gave the ghost stuff on, gave up the ghost on in what twenty three or something. Yeah, I was going to play uh, slightly one of the uh, one of the Peter Pan's lost boys, oh. and and also had my hat in the ring for Nana the dog. Interesting. Yeah, we went to quite a few. Um, I say rehearsals. <laughs> we just sat around talking about it mostly, but uh, yeah, petered out a little bit. Oh, it never happened. Did it? Well, petered out entirely, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is probably a blessing. No offence. Was it Millennium? I suppose it probably was. I feel like I remember being younger. Yeah, no, I, 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 I went to a pantomime. Um, it was, it was maybe only a couple of months because there's a pantomime nearby that happens every February, and I went to one year before last, I think. And, uh, and that was fairly, fairly awful. Um, I mean, <laughs> again, I hope no one's listened. They were, they were good at what they did, but the audience of which I was a part was awful in that we were not <laughs> laughing at anything and not giving them any and at one point there's like come on everyone cheer for this person cheer cheer and we were like nope we're not doing that <laughs> persuade me <laughs> yeah and I was like I felt a bit bad because I could like some friends of mine I wanted to support them but like, I'm not going to be the only person in this room <laughs> cheering sorry I feel like we saw Leslie Nielsen in a pantomime. Leslie Nielsen? Is that true? <laughs> well I mean you're thinking of Leslie Phillips and we saw him in a different I play I am thinking of Leslie Phillips <laughs> yeah we saw Sooty in a pantomime, which felt Dude. slightly underwhelming because I, I don't know how many Sooty puppets there are out there. Yeah, although there was, I recall, a um, someone from the bill alongside him, which I only know because one of the lines was, it's my mate, he's top of the bill, um, which got a laugh, and I had to ask afterwards why. Um, and it's not really an expression, is it? I well, mean, it's kind of an expression. but Kind it, it was, of an expression. It didn't seem to... He's got top billing, I sort of, yeah. Yeah, but in context, there, there was no context in which he was being, I guess, maybe meta stuff. That but con- I, know, I don't want to come across all um, Stanislavski to you. Stanislavski? Mm, I don't want to, I don't want that. Okay, it's very easy to avoid, I would have thought. <laughs> but the key to theatre is never having context. I never. disagree. I never, disagree. No 
context. So I, I don't know this Stanislavski code, but um, so his his idea was that it should just be a series of random disconnected lines, is it? Uh, he, he actually, I think, invented method acting, but um, right. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Think of yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's got nothing to do with that. No, but I said I didn't want to be Stanislavski. <laughs> well, you you succeeded. Congratulations, you were you were definitely not clearer. Stanislavski. He fits the bill. Would have worked, surely. I mean, doubt it. Anyway. It's sad that you are still obsessed, and I think I I, I don't use the word uncautiously. Mm-hmm. Obsessed. With right. This. <laughs> I, sometimes, son, you see you see missed opportunities in in uh, in, in, uh, in dramatic performances, and, and they they haunt you. For for example, to give another example that has that I have been slightly obsessed with, you remember the film Hitch? Dimly. Sure, Will Smith plays Hitch. He he's like a love guru, unlike the film The Love Guru, which was a different thing. Uh, and Kevin James is like getting cross with him. He shouts, "You don't understand love," and uh, Will Smith oh, says. I know, I love it. Yeah, Will Smith says, uh, "Love is my life," and Kevin James says, "No, love is your job." It's like, why would you not say, "Love is your living"? That that was that's the line. That's that's the. That I can't makes... believe the amount of lead up that. I mean, you're right. That would it's, have been better. It stayed with me, son. Much longer. I can't. <laughs> it's remember. not like it would have made Hitch an Oscar-worthy film if they nailed that line. They would have won original screenplay if they nailed that line. <laughs> I remember Eva, what's her name? Eva Mendes wearing a Beatles t-shirt and I remember them messing up that line. That's all I remember about that film. <laughs> um, great, good good chat. Um, I've been sharing some of my Christmas tips on Instagram stories. I don't, I don't know if you've seen any of those recently. No, uh, so I'm not sure. Have we discussed this podcast now? I, yes, I, the I last kind of... episode we talked quite a lot about my Insta story. Okay, I hate all Insta stories, but yours in particular. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Um, Marley agreed that she doesn't like Insta stories. It's like Marley, of all people, I thought you'd be watching my Insta stories. So I, I mean, couple... she she must she must have seen them to know she doesn't like them. <laughs> she doesn't just doesn't like Insta stories in general. I think. Right? Are you are you in uh, fleets? Ugh, gross. No. I mean, I love the wordplay. I'll give them that. Um, all is I did fleeting. See, I, I, I'm going to move you further away from from your 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 mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm, but um, mm-hmm, I did mm-hmm. see someone saying, "I think these are going to be fleeting," as if it was a joke. And it's like, well, that's why they're called fleets. Yeah, it's like the people who retweet when Susie Dent does a word of the day that is topical to the politics. Be like, "Oh, that's, that's really relevant to Boris Johnson." And it's like, yeah, that's the yeah, that's kind of. It's like John Snow was on Howard News for you, and he's on. You know, you remember Ed Miliband had that stone with the Labour pledges, and it was called mm. the Ed Stone, and he's like, "Ah, from Ed Stone to Headstone." And it's like, yeah, that's that's why anyone's called it Ed. Stone. That's what that is. Come on, Jon Snow. Which Jon Snow? The fict- fictional one from Game of Thrones? Yeah, no, the fictional one from Game of Thrones with his dire wolf. Me and that's all I know about that. I've did a really good caricature of Greta Thunberg on my paper here. Really cool. good. Really good. Anyway, yeah. my Christmas tips. Christmas tips, right. You've are probably these, heard, you've heard both of them several biblical? times. Biblical? Yeah. N- no. No. Uh, can, I, can I guess them, Zane? Can we play a, 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 an exciting round yeah, of them? Yeah, of course. Guess, you've heard them a lot of times. And I guess think maybe the Christmas came up with tip. One of them. Guess the Christmas tips. By the way, I was listening back to when I appeared on your podcast, and you promised that you'd play my la- my jingle for when you get to the la- end of the list of um, the films going to set in letter, and you've never played it again. Sorry, man. <laughs> anyway. We couldn't get the rights to it. <laughs> <laughs> guess the tips. Uh, don't put tinsel on a Christmas tree. That wasn't there, although that is going to be on my stories tomorrow, so good okay. prophes- pr- prophesying. Um, uh, 
Something, some boring way of cooking spr- like roast your sprouts maybe I mean that is another great tip but I haven't done any food related ones but roast roast sprouts with garlic you'll, you won't look back you'll okay. never look back uh, go to midnight service you love going to midnight service <laughs> sort of over it now I just get tired um, okay. there's uh, one, there is one about trees uh, for an extra bit of festive joy bring a fir tree indoors and decorate it <laughs> I did take that as red, I'm afraid. Okay. Um, about trees? Put fairy lights in the trees outside to okay, poison your garden. You, although you'll, you'll recognise the tip when I tell you. Okay. Just leave off one primary colour and it will look classy. And I do remember you saying that. Yeah. Just if you, as long as there are no decorations that are, say, blue, you can jam any old junk on there and it looks like you've got a scheme. Okay. Tip one. It's a pretty, pretty good tip, I suppose. Thank you very much. It's had mixed feedback so far. Because, <laughs> you know, there are... I don't know if people still do this, but it's like, oh, we're going to have a classy Christmas. We're going to put exclusively white decorations on. I hate those people. White tree I hate with blue decorations. It's like, listen, just get the big box of childhood tat you've had for 25 <laughs> exactly. years, chuck it at the tree and randomly be done with it. That's uh, yeah, my I'm tip. So that's my, ca- my counter tip. I'm going to count for your tip. version of my tip. Um, and the other one's a wrapping paper tip. You've only got okay. two tips. I've only got two tips. Oh, so okay. Um, your wrapping paper tip is don't buy Christmas wrapping paper just use regular wrapping paper yes it is uh, here's my counter tip mm-hmm. for some reason I own two lots of Christmas wrapping paper and no other wrapping paper so <laughs> I gave you your birthday that's what happens when people buy Christmas wrapping paper that's what they get themselves into I gave you your birthday present in Christmas wrapping paper I remember <laughs> yeah. the only other person who's ever done that for me was literally blind so mm. did not know what wrapping paper she had used okay. how do you feel to be that company well, I mean, I did tell you in advance and you didn't wrap my presents, so it's... A... <laughs> well, I gave Dad a thank you card for his birthday because I didn't have any cards. Nice. I didn't nice. want to go to a shop. So being safe. Good work. Good safety. Well, those are some good Christmas tips. I, um, uh, I, I say they're good. <laughs> I'm going to ignore both. <laughs> um, seriously, I mean, I think I, I think the Christmas wrapping paper one I, was your tip originally, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it's smart. And I, I, I once wrote a blog post, I think, about the whole pointlessness of Christmas wrapping paper. And yet I, f- I find myself with Christmas wrapping paper. As I well, said, you must I bought it. <laughs> I assume I bought it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess this time of year it's very difficult to buy non-Christmas wrapping paper. Yeah, you do have to try a bit harder. None in the post office in Bampton, let me tell you. Yeah, I'm not in favour of that. Representation matters. It's a bit try-hard. What, rap- representation of what? <laughs> I don't know. I was hoping you wouldn't question it. <laughs> okay. The representation of non-Christmas <laughs> yeah. it's already got it's got a good what 353 days a year <laughs> I think you'd be right to have just a little bit of Christmas yeah well again why you buy a Christmas wrapping paper I already have Christmas wrapping paper yeah so you have sorry, that's, that's why that's why <laughs> no I don't, I don't want to venture on too much into films because uh, this isn't my uh, my film podcast CZ and Movies available on all good podcast apps but uh, I've been watching a lot of Christmas movies lately <laughs> me too now I've been watching kind of you know, good ones. Whereas you mm. have mm. been going... Well, not all good ones. I'm currently watching Godmothered on Disney+. Plus, But um, you've <laughs> gone a, a different way with it. Yeah, I'm only interested in formulaic tat mm. when it comes to Christmas movies. I recently watched two within a week where both of them, the heroine, a busy businesswoman mm-hmm. in, in a big city, inherited uh, a large piece of property from an elderly relative that she hadn't felt guilty about not staying in touch with, but had used to love as a child, moved there where the local lawyer, who also fixed sleighs in his spare time, 
uh, came to help her and appeared to have no other job but to help her set this up, had to turn the lights on at the local Christmas show, sold it to someone, a businessman who told her that he loved that place and as a child wanted to cherish it, but then turns out he was actually planning to tear it down. So she took decided to move there and live with a lawyer. So a lot of things for two, two films to have in common. <laughs> Um, That's my Christmas Inn and Christmas Land. Wow. Um, so cause that's, that feels very much like um, they're just hawking the same script and like just change a few words. But then who can forget on uh, uh, White Christmas, which is basically a remake of, uh, or loose remake of Holiday Inn. Uh, so it's been done before in Christmas movies. My Christmas Inn has Tia of Tia and Tamara fame, and mm-hmm. her parents were the parents from Sister Sister. Wow. Still getting work. Good to know. Not a lot of work. <laughs> I didn't no. do a lot. Uh, it was a gimmick that didn't work. I watched one with Mariah Carey, directed by Mariah Carey. Mm. She mm. was terrible. I imagine so. Um, She's quite good at drama, but she can't do comedy. She was in Precious, wasn't she? People she was. Know. She got some Oscar buzz. Didn't touch her anything. No. No, but I've, I've been watching Klaus, which is very good. It's on Netflix. Klaus? Um, is this Klaus German? Is, uh, no, it's a, it's a American. I think. Well, I think it's American and... Spanish or something, although I'm not sure, there's no actual. It's it's or Canadian anyway. It's um, Feliz Navidad. Uh, thank you. It's uh, animation, and it was uh, Oscar nominated last year. I oh, guess any anim- year. animation gets Oscar nominated, doesn't it? Am I right? No, no, you're wrong. Am I right? Your, your Lego movie didn't. Uh, Overrated. There I said it. Yeah, no, you said it before. Lego, but I'm going into the old Christmas. Well, I've not started listening to Christmas music yet. Um. I can recommend the best one I've seen, probably Cinderella Story 5 Christmas Wishes. It's not good. Right. <laughs> um, well, so we've got lined up uh, Christmas at Pemberley, is it called? Or mm. Christmas Comes to Pemberley or something? Um, which is slightly different to Pride and Prejudice and Christmas, I think. Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe. Mistletoe, sorry. Uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll cover both of them. Who knows? We should. We should do a compare and contrast. Hmm. I mean, I, I liked I liked Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. What I'm assuming, Grace, is that one or both of the main characters is called Darcy, and that is the only thing it has in common. Well, I have read the uh, uh, the brief synopsis of um, I think it was Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe, and the lead female is called Darcy. Yeah, classic. Just classic, to baffle things. Classic woman's name. Yeah, Darcy Bustle, for example. I mean, I'm, I'm not questioning whether or not a woman can be called Darcy, but I, I am questioning whether or not. Uh, a man can be called Lizzie. <laughs> um, is he called Lizzie? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably fine. Well, I guess it's Thin Lizzie. Yeah, sure. It's not a man, it's a band. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Lead singer's dead. Uh, I saw them at the uh, the Colston Hall a few years ago. Boo. <laughs> yeah, right. So, jigsaws. Okay. I'm kind of anti them. Did we do this last time? I don't remember. Did Did we? we? Maybe. Who knows? Let's do it again. Um. (laughs) It's just like everyone was doing them in lockdown. Sorry if we have already done this. Um, Just skip forward, I guess. And I don't understand them because it's just a broken picture. If I wanted a picture, I get a picture. Hmm, But you don't really put the effort into it. I don't like putting effort into things. Says the man who's prepared to spend several hours making rice. I literally pour it into a tub and put it in the oven. (laughs) Absolutely absurd. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was one of these people, although um, I, I bought a nice uh, jigsaw of the Toronto skyline. 
which was a lovely old time. And I had a great, I, I had a great time for most of it. And then when it was just like, now it's all just sky and water, and that's going to take you the next week. Well, people seem particularly excited about ones that are really difficult, mm-hmm. and, un- and one would assume unrewarding. But again, I guess you spend a long time doing crossroads, which are ultimately pointless, I guess. I mean, I don't think pointless is an enjoyment, isn't it? I mean, you could you could argue more as any leisure activity is fundamentally pointless. Well, I suppose so. But yeah, the the uh, sense of achievement, you know, I I made this picture. This I basically basically I'm an artist. I mean, the very last thing in the world you are as an artist. I'm an artist, son, because you know how uh, Monet, for example, to take an example. He's an artist, artist. Yes, yeah. he took a he took a bunch of paints and made a picture. I made made a took a bunch of uh, bits of wood, and made a picture. I mean, and, if you had created that picture, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're just assembling a picture, and he's just cons- assembling the water lilies. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's fair, but uh, <laughs> but it's a lovely picture, Toronto sign. So lovely that I decided to buy it in pictorial form um, without being broken into jigsaws. In a well, it's a slightly different picture, but a similar picture. Well, that I'm pro. Well, if you're such an artist, you should paint your own landscape of Toronto. I can't remember what it looks like. So I can't just look at the picture you've bought. <laughs> yeah, but I've already got... I mean, how many pictures of Toronto do you think I should have around my, my living room? <laughs> we could have Google imaged it, I thought. No, it's not possible. No, it looks lovely. So right now it's got some uh, it's got some holly tinsel type stuff on it. I did see that. Well, so you'll, you'll be here for Christmas then. We're putting the tree up when you get here. Uh, I'm assuming we're ignoring your primary colour directive. Yeah, probably. I, I know I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, what normally happens when we decorate a tree is that you join in for about three seconds and then I have to do the rest. But I'm hoping that won't be true this year. That's never been true. What happens is I put stuff on the tree and you're like, no, you can't put that stuff there. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> you have to be, you'd have to take it seriously. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter where it goes, it looks the same as a bunch of tats on a tree. <laughs> and no tinsel. And no tinsel. Although I bought some uh, some lovely lights last year, but I I didn't... I, I, something I decided not to work out how long I needed. I just thought, well, I'll get the, definitely uh, at least as, as much as I needed and got probably about three times the length of lights that I actually <laughs> need for the tree. So I kind of wound them up and down a couple of times and just left them the rest in a... But um, I'm hoping this year some we can figure out a way of maybe prolonging them. But it's just well, we really could put f- it under the stairs and have them go up the banisters. No, I've already got holly tinsel on the banisters. You could do both. No. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're open to ideas. I mean, if you do that, well, just I mean, people listening don't know the landscape of my living room, but the only space will fit a tree means we'd have to put lights across the way so you trip over them every time you walk into the building. I'll put a new socket in. It's not coming up with problems. It comes no, up with no, solutions. It's not, no, it's not an issue with, um, I mean, it's not an issue with socket. It's an issue of where the tree is going to go. Can't you move the boot rack thing? No. Okay. <laughs> it seems like it would be easy. I mean, because you just... Uh, <laughs> that's something you have seen that out of my house, but you, that would just mean it's impossible to enter the kitchen. Do you need to use your upstairs? I do need to use my upstairs, yes. I, I okay. sleep there. Got you, got you, got you. Mm. And I'm glad that we are not repeating a Christmas barbecue because fun as it was, if we do it twice, it might become a thing we do every year, and I don't want that life. Uh, well, maybe I'll do it with accent. Maybe I'll do it and not invite you on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, <laughs> maybe I'll uh, invite the neighbours around for a Christmas barbecue. If, first year in tier three, so they can't. Can on Christmas, on can at Christmas? I think they're going to form a bubble with you. Going to form a bubble with Christmas. You don't even know your neighbours. Mike and Tammy, <laughs> and their at least one daughter. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, feel free. <laughs> I suspect they would not come. 
I don't know. It'd be, uh, I mean, they obviously wouldn't, but it'd be interesting to see uh, whether I kind of managed to guilt them into turning up for like half an hour. <laughs> um, uh, I was looking on Twitter today. I don't know if you're familiar with Twitter, but um, uh, that's the thing with the with the fleets, right? Yeah, with the fleets. Uh, please say very few people seem to be doing fleets. But someone had tweeted, "How, what, how are you? Sorry, how are you so anti fleets when your favorite things from stories and they are the same thing?" I don't know, Colin. I am what I am. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what are the if you could only have three things for Christmas dinner three ingredients right what would you have and by, when I say ingredients you can have like rosemary and potatoes for free or whatever but you know three constituents but they did say that gravy counted as one of them if you wanted gravy okay because we're doing toad in the hole um, yeah this uh, this Christmas uh, well roast potatoes obviously of course um um I'm gonna go for pigs in blankets to sneak in a sausage and bacon in the. They in the, were they were trying day. to suggest that counted as two things. I'm afraid. Absolute nonsense. <laughs> there was it was a lot of contention about this, so you can probably I'll let you side on. Okay, them. so I'm doing, uh, but I'm having like a hundred of those, and then, uh, <laughs> and then yeah, uh, gravy. Okay, I went roast potatoes, gravy, and Yorkshire pudding. It's a bit carb um, heavy for your. It for is your very carb <laughs> heavy because I was like, I could have roasted broccoli instead. Of Yorkshire pudding. Broccoli. I, I love broccoli. Broccoli. So, <laughs> how can broccoli be in your top three? I love broccoli. broccoli. <laughs> I mean, broccoli's fun. I quite like broccoli, but come on, man. Come I on. I love broccoli. Oh, it's Christmas. Get out the broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted broccoli. Maybe with cranberries. If I'm allowed there to is that. a belief amongst fools and vegetarians though, that <laughs> roasting vegetables makes them an incredible delicacy. I mean, it's not a delicacy, but they are really good. Whenever you say you don't like... So you and I hate parsnips. Yes. Nine times out of ten, the response when you say this is, have you tried them roasted? Yeah, it is. It's like right. roasting something. I mean, fine, it'll caramelise some of it, so it'll be sugar. I mean, I like sugar. <laughs> I do find it bizarre with, roast, with parsnips, because nobody has them in any other way. I'm sure I've had boiled parsnips. Um, but I mean, if I, I'm only allowed three things, Colin. What yeah. else should I be putting in there? You know I'm vegetarian. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't matter, does it? Your, your meal's rubbish. I mean, I love stuffing. Hmm. Can we have stuffing without turning the hole? I was assuming we would, yeah. Great. And cranberry sauce, because it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we can make our own bread sauce. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever had bread sauce. Um... I tried a, a little bit. What a weird thing that is, which it seems to be peculiarly British as well. Do, do, do Americans not do red sauce? No, no. Is it, I, is it just wet bread? Well, I don't... I, I mean, obviously not. No, but I... <laughs> I mean, it could just be liquidised bread, I suppose. I love bread and butter pudding. That's great. That's great. That's just, uh, yeah, a bit of cinnamon. Uh, mm. Well, the uh, Thanksgiving, our American friends love um, green bean casserole. Well, apparently they do, but I don't... Is that just green beans? I don't know what it it's is. It's green beans with French onions and cream of mushroom soup. That sounds disgusting. It's what a weird combination to be a I mean, staple. they love putting marshmallows with sweet potatoes or yams or something. Do you? Well, I don't. Americans do. Oh, you Yeah. I, mean, I don't use marshmallows, Colin. Vegetarian! Good lord. <laughs> I don't want no spinal fluid in my sweets. Hashtag my spinal fluid in my sweets. Would you say it's true that being a vegetarian has sucked the joy out of everything? <laughs> I actually wouldn't say no, that. No, okay. I prefer vegetarian food. I would. I would. I just. This is why. Like, even if they come up with factory, you know, they're coming up with making meat out of, no, non-animals. Sure. I don't want it. 
I was telling someone the other day about how you've forgotten how good meat tastes because uh, you've been staring for so long. That's not what it is. No, the classic story of how like there was some burger at this pub and you're like, oh, it's the greatest burger ever. It was amazing. And you forced me to have it and I had it and it was fine. Well, you always say this, but there are many <laughs> meat eaters who say it's one of the best burgers they've ever tasted. That can't, cannot be true. It's true. <laughs> That's not true. That's a true story. Have any of them that said that without you pressing them, to, pressing them to say it? Well, I've been there, otherwise I wouldn't know. Sure. And have you forced them all to do it? And have you been like, was it the best burger you've ever had? <laughs> Look, some of them, yes. But other people love that burger. You just, I think, and I don't want to be rude. Sure. You've got the taste buds of a petulant nine-year-old. Right. So you're like, oh, I can only taste beef. To you. Yeah, no, that's, that's very accurate. That's something I frequently say. <laughs> yeah, well, beef. Yeah. Um, I mean, I very rarely have beef. <laughs> well, burgers are mostly beef, aren't they? I don't have burgers. I love a curry sound. I love a chicken curry. Oh, everyone knows you love curry. But, I mean, firstly, you've killed all your taste buds with hot sauce. Yeah. Second, <laughs> secondly, like, you're you're not uh, a wonderfully good cook, I would suggest. Yes, fair. fair. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're looking for interesting mixes of new flavours. Sometimes I get a different hot sauce. <laughs> you just make curry yep. and cover it in hot sauce. <laughs> I, no, interesting fact time yourself, and I very rarely put hot sauce in the curry. Oh. I put it in other stuff. Um, yeah. For example, if I'm doing a chili con carne, I put it in there. Uh, if I'm doing a uh, if I'm doing a tomato well, and basil... Chili con carne is basically curry, isn't it? Past, no, uh, if I'm doing a um, the pasta sauce, you better believe I'm throwing some hot sauce in there. <laughs> Do you still believe that pasta and cheese is a midday meal? Is a midday? I don't know what I mean. Yes, you can eat it at midday. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, it's like a sandwich. <laughs> it was weird. It's kind of like a sandwich, mate. <laughs> just carbohydrates and cheese, isn't it? It's like a sandwich. Also, it's macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that is pasta and cheese. That is pasta and cheese. <laughs> good example, son. Oh, I was thinking we should do cauliflower cheese as a side for our Christmas dinner. Yeah, it might be the first time I've ever had cauliflower cheese and it wasn't from a carvery, but yeah, I'm up for it. Yeah. I love cauliflower. Ah, see, I think you just appreciate the subtleties of flavour more if you're a vegetarian. Yeah, no, that's what I'm for, subtle flavours. <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> please help me to enjoy vegetables more that's what I want I, I will I really want to tell the difference between different types of carrot it's my dream <laughs> um, I really hate well, we're gonna, we're gonna overwhelmingly make... pleasant flavours I like to get the distinct ones on the <laughs> we're going to make scale. Asian dumplings aren't we well apparently we're making Asian dumplings and churros maybe not for the same meal or maybe it will be for the same meal churros churros it's not pronounced churros it's not churros, churros. Uh, no churros what, occasionally, some Spanish areas put that sound th- on a C. None of them do it on an S. I don't know where you're get- what you're getting this from. You're off. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico. Uh, good lord. Do you have any um, celebrity impressions? Uh, oh, you better believe it is. And you better believe 100% I have got one prepared. It is guaranteed that I have got one. I've got oh. it. Don't, okay. don't no, it sounded like you had all along. Don't you go thinking that I'm just stretching this out and trying to think of anything. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, no, go for it then. Why are there so many songs about rainbow? <laughs> Is it Kermit the Frog? <laughs> it's Kermit the Frog, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, um, I can't altogether remember what he sounds like. I got, well, I got it. Yeah, I mean, mostly because you said songs about rainbows. I was singing the, the Kermit the Frog song, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll do mine. No, lost it. Um, <laughs> hey, you know, thank you for listening this morning, and I'm looking forward to talking to you 
tomorrow. Oh no, it's gone. But well, see if you can get it from there. So it's, so it's definitely Irish. <laughs> well, I'm glad that came across because I'm not sure. I wasn't sure I got that. And it's someone who talks to you. Melting and a little up here and then down here. Soothing and a little incense. Like it doesn't quite make sense. Is it? I can go deeper if you want. The Reverend Ian Paisley. <laughs> I've done him before, but no. I have done him before. Is it Bobby Sands? Hey, a little like this, and then he's... She probably got I, mean, I, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and a little high, and then a little low. And then a little husky, and then high, and then husky. Is it Martin McGuinness? <laughs> no, it's not Martin McGuinness. This is really good, actually. Is really anyone involved with the IRA? Right? <laughs> no, not as far as I know. Uh, Ardler Handen. It's Terry Wogan. Is it? It was a really good Terry Wogan. Because <laughs> he goes high and then he goes low. Like that. Mm. Come on, that's really good. Is it though? <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's, it sounds great in my ears. Oh, that's good. Like if you, that. Um, I, like I mean, that. I'm going to have to cut around all my references to the IRA um, in that. I mean, you often talk about the IRA. I did it a bit too much, but uh, we can uh, we can figure it out. Good out. Well, good work. Um, I mean, you didn't get it. But. No, it, was, it wasn't good. Um, but it reminds me that my Ardler Hannon's not bad, so I might be bringing that in for a future one. Okay, well, I've got more chance of getting it now. I think Come the Frog might be the first one I've got. No, I think you've got it before, but it's, it's, first, it's, it's rare for you to get mine first uh, first time. But then it's also rare that I give you quite as many clues. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think you could have got I think I'd have got it if you were talking about something else. It sounded quite good to me. Oh, nice one. Yeah. Plays a little banjo. I've never seen them up at Christmas Carol. We were quite angry about that sometimes. Uh, no, they're right, but it's on Disney Plus, so I've added it to my list, Simon. Maybe we can watch it over Christmas. Well, we were watching a lot of Christmas films over Christmas, so maybe. Yeah, we'll fit it. Well, I'm sure we'll fit it in. I'm sure, we'll fit it in. What's your favourite book you've read this year? I don't know. Well, have a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Anna Green Gables is good. That appeared on one of my end of year lists. It's a good, uh, it's good, it's good, good book as a, um, yeah, that one. Anna Green Gables. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's charming. So I was charmed by it. Would you be able to guesstimate how many books you've read this year? Um. Yeah. Four thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't think that's true. Actually. I've read four thousand books. <laughs> I don't think you have. No, precisely four thousand. I don't think you've read four thousand books in your life, but I know you haven't. No, no, I have all this shit. <laughs> you have not. No, this no, no. Is that way of doing this? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> I mean, what's, it's not a big trick question. It might just be something you know. I don't vaguely. Uh, um, I've probably read. 15 books this year maybe I don't know okay that's not bad not bad not bad not bad not bad I mean quite bad but not bad a lot of them are by Jacqueline Wilson okay okay <laughs> okay okay favourite by Jackie Jackie Dubs um the one with the ghost girl Vicky Angel oh, I never read that one it's weird well um, I mean yeah um, I don't know. I, I've, as you know, I'm reading my way through the BBC uh, 100 list, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of alternating reading quite lengthy ones with reading kids' books, um, or indeed reading quite lengthy kids' books. Watership Down goes on. Let me tell you. <laughs> What's up next? Um, well, I'm still halfway through Watership Down. Well, just okay. um, I'm not sure. I, I'm quite eager to read. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? Grapes of Wrath. That's, okay. Because uh, um, I've read. I very much enjoyed Of Mice and Men um, and that's, that's also on the list of course I read Lord of the Rings earlier this year Science. are you counting rereads oh. in this? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's my favourite then. Oh, not in your favourite, isn't it? <laughs> All right, okay. I've got strict... Ri- so, count them in my number overall, right. but my top ten list can't include more, one of them more than once and can't include rereads. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to think. I can't. I no, no, I'm happy to go with <laughs> I do with those rules. Uh, I must admit, there's, there's not been any particular books that have stood out for me this year, if I'm honest. Mm. That's a shame. There's no uh, no greats. Uh, there's been a few good Terry Pratchett ones. I think the, the Night Watch was very good, Terry Pratchett. Um, okay. Okay. I've had my best oh, year reading it um, ever. Oh, of finished, course. So. Um, um, the Citadel of Ice. Oh, by, yes. Of by our mum. Best book I've ever read. Good book. <laughs> best book you've ever read. Best book I've ever read. Can well, okay. I go too far? Uh, a, a charming and uh, an excellent book available from Amazon. Don't believe them, Simon. Don't believe them when they tell no you it's out of stock because it is print on demand. And if you get in touch, I'm sure we can organise uh, the copy to be signed once we're allowed to do such things. Yes, and if you want it to be posted to us first. <laughs> yeah. I see his mum's probably got some still to send out. I'm sure she's got boxes of them in the uh, <laughs> in the house. Yeah. I was remembering when I first moved into my flat here, which for those who've not been here, is it's a pretty small flat, mm-hmm. um, and I've got a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I don't think I could access my sofa for about six weeks after I moved in. Because there are just boxes of books everywhere. And also I went to Canada. It feels like but, you could have uh, moved, the, moved the boxes. You really couldn't. <laughs> like you can move happen- them around a bit. So what's, happen- what's happened then? Well, I put them on shelves. Okay, you could have done that, right? Well, I didn't have the bookcases. Ah. Um, though actually, there must have been space for me to build a bookcase, so I guess I could have put them there, but I wouldn't have been able to walk to the kitchen, which would have been an issue. I mean, I mean you seem fine with not being able to access my kitchen by putting the Christmas tree in the way. <laughs> Uh, and I was talking to my friend Sanjay earlier. By talking, I mean messaging. Um, it's, it's, good to, just, it's good to be accurate with these things. Yes. I, don't, I don't want I don't want our <laughs> listeners <laughs> thinking that you were talking to Sanjay. <laughs> Not in dear do. So um, you know those people. I think we both know these people who, um, <laughs> who who when they're telling stories spend ages on pointless details. <laughs> yes, yes. Is this something you want to say in relation to that? <laughs> no, just. Just a momentary thought. Uh, you were talking to Sanjay, except you weren't. You were messaging him. I was messaging him. What's happening? Him. What? What? Um, oh, what's happening? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay. And you know, some people talk about texting when they really okay. mean they're sending a WhatsApp message. That doesn't know me. Yeah. Um. And he's moving to a house which is much bigger than the flat he's currently in. Right. And they're trying to work out what to do with the rooms they don't need, and mm. they're going to. They're thinking about having a twirling room. A twirling room. Yeah. Just in, twirling. As in, like, a band leader with a stick? No, just in, like, sp- pirouette. Just, just rotating. Okay. Yeah. It was a joke, but I enjoyed it. Um, do you remember how we were chatting to him and his wife whilst we were in Cornwall? And he had no recollection of having met you, despite spending an afternoon with you. I do remember that, yes. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was quite funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's quite funny. Uh, no, we, we went to an escape room. We went to a, a, a curry place. The wonderful Mowgli. Mowgli. And I think when we were there, because it's sort of like a tapas Indian place, like, there's probably a proper word for that in Indian food mm-hmm. terminology. Probably. And you probably had meat there, didn't you? Obviously. Because when I go usually with people, I'm like, guys, can we all get vegetarian? And they're like, yeah, can we all get vegetarian? I can't believe you'll ruin people's meals like that. Like, Nobody else thinks it's ruining a meal. So, so rude. <laughs> you... You must be blind to this because no one wants their meal ruined like this. In fact, when I went with my friend who's vegan, I insisted we all got vegan food, which she didn't particularly like. She didn't want to make a fuss. So I was like, no, 
I hate it when people get meat when we're going to tapas because then they eat my stuff and I can't eat theirs. So selfish. Way. It's, it's incredible. No, but you, well, um, you have to put you have to put your mind, head in the place. Absolutely incredible. That people it's, don't think it's ruining a meal to not have meat. It's certainly. I mean, it, it, obviously it is, but um, but but it's also severely limiting the food. It's always. If someone said, "Oh, I don't like, I don't like tomatoes," so you're not allowed to have any food with tomatoes in it, you'd be you'd be okay with that, would you? If someone, if someone who's allergic to tomatoes and said, "Can we have this meal without well, tomatoes?" Well, well, I'd be like, "Yes, of course we can." Uh, no, I didn't say allergic. So I said, "Doesn't like or won't sure. eat." Sure, yeah, yeah, of course, of course you wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> say no. We have to have some things that you can't eat that I can eat because I'm really selfish. I'd be like, "No, let's not be selfish. No, let's all have things." No, we I mean, all it's, can it's obviously eat. incredibly selfish to dictate the menu of others to go to just for, for what you want. You must understand that it's more selfish for you. So not only am I like choosing what I'm eating, I'm going to choose what everyone eats as well. You must see how that's selfish. You must, you must see it selfishly. I must it. have this that you can't eat. You say, I'm going to have the food I want. You can have the food I you must... want. That's the oh, exact yeah. opposite of selfishness. Sharing, then that's fine. Of the course, exact we'll opposite thing. of selfishness. But you're like, okay, um, me and you seven are going to eat what I like. That's amazing. That's truly astonishing. You can't eat this food. It's mine. And you, I know you can't eat it, but I'm insisting on ordering it because I'm selfish. Those are the very words you just said. <laughs> Verbatim. Uh, that's not the case. Uh, but it is as accurate as the rest of what you're saying. I can't believe... It's like, I don't, I don't drink alcohol, but I don't. when I'm going to a meal, I don't make everyone else drink lemonade. That's uh, astonishing. Well, if we're doing a sharing drink thing, if we're doing like a cocktail making where we all have to share them, then yes, if people that didn't drink alcohol, we should have non-alcoholic ones, of course. Of course you don't I wouldn't. That'd be, I would be so selfish. selfish if I insisted on doing that, and I would never do that. Well, I don't like Christmas pudding signs, so good luck. So we're not having Christmas pudding. Is that, <laughs> is that what you want? Do you I'll, not understand the difference between a sharing thing and yeah, people, I, people have that you know, we're, you know we're sharing our food. We're not. Um, you, you do realise we all... We're eating together at Christmas, right? We're not having separate Fine, meals. Fine, don't get me Christmas pudding if you don't want to. No, of course I will, because I'm not being selfish. But you <laughs> apparently think that I shouldn't. Lord, fortunately, Simon, I'm more <laughs> caring and loving than you give you me credit for. Really caring and then you seem to be uh, when it comes to eating with others. Anyway, I've been to Mowgli many times and had lovely vegetarian meals with people. Utterly unbelievable. I'll put Chloe in touch with you. Talk to Chloe. Yeah, okay, you put Chloe in touch with me. <laughs> I, will. I will ask Chloe whether she was you actually happy for you to dig. I don't, I don't know if you want to listen to most of this. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I'm amazed by you, Colin. I mean, I knew that you'd forgotten how good meat was, but I didn't realise you'd forgotten basic manners um, over the course of being <laughs> vegetarian. So, I don't. I just. I just uh, think unity and sharing is better than being selfish. That's just. That's just who I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So you say you, you think that being selfish is better than not being selfish. I, I know, Simon. You've already made that clear to me through the things you've been saying previously. What you're saying now about how you love to be selfish is a tautology based on what you previously told me. You clearly think that being selfish is a good thing. I do not. That is just a fundamental difference between us. But, you know, I'm here to teach you how to be nice. So you're welcome. Do you remember data zappers, Simon? You're welcome. I do remember data zappers. Well, do I? What were they? I mean... You, they were basically like very basic planners. Did they have a word function on them? I don't remember what they, they actually did on the fact that you could... You had alarms and you could send messages very slowly between two of them. It was basically a rudimentary Bluetooth, I guess, or, or something like that. But, um, but, uh, but what could you send? I can't, was it message, just messages? I think you could play You could play games with each other like without... I guess almost like an intranet, but, I, but, um, but it wasn't internet. But you, you could, I can't remember what the game was, but you could basically play... On your on your screens as if you were playing against someone on the same screen, which is very basic these days. But back in ninety seven, maybe how old were you? Twelve. Yeah, it was middle school. 
Something like that. Uh, I remember it. because I often used to set the alarm to come on and say to my friend, oh, do you mind holding on to this for me in this lesson? And then the alarm would go off as it was in their pocket. How often does this work? <laughs> like twice, Graham Carter, both times, I think. Wow. Yeah, no more evidence of your selfless behaviour. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was, I was 12. You thought you'd grown out of it by now, but clearly you haven't. Um, <laughs> no, you're you're from, from, uh, from our, our neighbour, Mrs. Crump. That's, uh, That's from Mrs. Crump, from Sylvia. Thanks, mm. Sylvia. Uh, um, yeah, yes. they, were very, they were very advanced and modern before everyone had... It was in our day, children. Mm-hmm. We didn't have mobile phones. Thank no. you. No, the only way... <laughs> If you want, if you wanted a mobile phone sign, you'd have to unplug it and carry it, wouldn't you? That'd be that'd be mobile. That'd be mobile. <laughs> we sent messages by walking uphill in the ice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it didn't send much of a message. <laughs> were you sending a message? Were you sending a message to the lazy gritters? <laughs> yeah. It was like, listen, guys, I'm going to walk up this hill. Just see me fall down. True that. Mm-hmm. True that. You, you taught them a thing or two. Say that gritters. Mm. Uh, <laughs> this is your annual gritters. campaign against critters. Well, there is a road out of my village that is very icy in winter, and there's a sign they put up permanently that says ice, which it looks quite absurd in August, but mm. it's there all the time. Do you do you do you go out and grit it, Simon? Do you go? Out, do you... I don't. I I tend to avoid it because you can go out the other way and go around the long round, mm. long round, the long round. Because um, I've seen someone crashed off the road on that on that street car. Crashed off the road. Crashed off the road. I crashed, uh, crashed a car on the ice two years ago, or last year. Did Quite. you? Well, it's like, yeah, I was turning. Oh, when you when you hit the lorry. When I hit a van, van yeah, yeah. So turning a corner at uh, what I thought was a not too fast a speed, but turned out to be too fast a speed and skidded and yeah, yeah, that's quite scary, bounced against the it? curb and hit a van. Uh, pretty slow. Well, why I say pretty slow? Enough to dent my car bonnet. Mm. I skidded on the ice when I was driving into your house last Christmas. Mm. But not. I didn't hit anything. I just panicked and then kept going yeah i mean like i said it's when you're hitting the brake and it's doing absolutely nothing it's a little bit disconcerting and what are you, are you supposed Although, to pump the brake or or accelerate I, so, yeah. I mean it, it was quite a, i don't think it was just so <laughs> i don't know um i mean not just what i did which was just bounce off stuff but um <laughs> it was going slowly i mean it's going fairly slowly so you could see it going closer and closer and closer and like oh there's nothing i can do here i suppose i could try putting the handbrake on without <laughs> Do a sweet handbrake turn out of it. Uh, I don't see that going well for you. <laughs> it's only later you realise. The only thing was, it wasn't even the road <laughs> I was going to go on. I, I should have turned right at the junction before, but because everything was covered in snow, I didn't recognise it probably. <laughs> Idiot. Um, I got a text from my garage today saying that my MOT is due soon. Okay. It's, it's not due for like another two months. Really? Oh, unless. Maybe it's about my last car. Hmm. <laughs> Is that a sound of you going and checking your phone? Yeah, it is. I'm intrigued. Okay. Well, this is a uh, we we join you join us here on the yeah, no, podcast. Where Simon <laughs> is checking live <laughs> the messages from his garage. You <laughs> know, it's the one. It's not due till the the ninth of February. Not due till the ninth of February. But they have messaged him already. People, they messaged him already. That's <laughs> nearly two months away. Although, um, yeah, no, I guess I think you can plan ahead or something. Well, you can only do it within a month. Mm, that's why I said plan ahead. I'm not planning ahead. No, I know. <laughs> but they might think you're the kind of person who does. <laughs> I go there on the last day and hope for the best. <laughs> so I did last year. Just before we went on holidays, so it was a good job it passed. Mm, I did. I went the day before I was driving to 
from in the morning of me driving up to bed uh, to Nottingham. Yeah, well, I think this is when we went to um, well, Iron Bridge, maybe. Mm. It's an Iron Bridge. In the before times. Yes, I remember them. I remember them well. It's, just, it's, it's so difficult to remember what years things happen in now, though. It's like I was thinking about, you remember somehow I went to see uh, Spurs versus Wolves at the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. That was, I, don't, uh, I don't remember that. That, <laughs> that, was, that was this year. Feels like a long time ago. Sure. I mean, I didn't know it happened, but sure. You're probably not watching the uh, the Tottenham Hotspur documentary on Amazon, All or Nothing. I'm uh, not, I, my membership expired. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just watched the uh, the episode where they talk about the uh, the Wolves defeat. Good times for me. Okay. Enjoyed it immensely. Uh, they're playing all this sad music in the background. I was like, I'm not sad. I'm happy about this. Tom Hardy. I mean, maybe, maybe it was maybe it was made for Tottenham Hotspur fans. Mostly, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think yes. Tom Hart, Tom Hardy narrates it in the most phoned-in performance I've ever come across from anyone. Good grief! Why is he doing such tra- dreck like that? Uh, money. I want to say. I want to say money. He must have loads of money. Doesn't need more money. But I, I imagine he's a football fan. Maybe he's a Spurs fan. Maybe that's why he's doing it. But uh, although he strikes me as a as an Arsenal fan for some reason, he seems to. And I don't, don't want to be rude. Bright to be a football fan. Have you ever thought, Simon, that your joke about he um, he's too and I don't mean too really clever or he's too I don't mean too really nice and stuff has has you know trodden a path <laughs> long enough now? <laughs> no, I'm going to no? be honest with you. No? I haven't. <laughs> it's always funny because um, anytime anyone being brought up who likes football, uh, you say that. <laughs> I always find it funny. Do you? You still you I still do. find it funny? I guess I it, do. Okay, it's well, funny. At least you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> <laughs> do you not find it funny? I mean, I think it comes back to Panto again. I suppose when you get the same response every time, I I, I don't find it funny anymore. Yeah. You make the same jokes all the time. Mm, but when I do something, it's cloaked in a level of irony. <laughs> Is it? Is that right? That's right. Yeah. I'm glad the days have gone where you used to do that long quote about the problem with you is your mother uses over and over and over again. And it lasted about 20 minutes. <laughs> I, I remember that day. I remember how I should go back to that because that was so good. It was awful. Your problem it with you wasn't is, true. When you were a child, your mother said you were funny. You didn't realize Mum's she was never said it was funny. Sure, she has. I sure she, she has. Has. Yeah. She doesn't really laugh when I make jokes. Um, no, I well, found that both my parents, indeed your parents, just sort of politely ignore it when I make jokes. <laughs> <laughs> tough, tough crowd. Um, I, I, in terms, I'm glad that you no longer do that thing when someone says, "What do you mean?" You always said you go through it word by word and you'll find a meaning in there somewhere. Which I mean, again, I will if people say, "What do you mean to me?" Because it was, it's just really, that's really clever and funny. It's neither clever nor funny, much like you. <laughs> Thicker. <laughs> Speaking of things, I'm a hoot. I'm a hoot. You're a hoot. You're a charm, Simon. Um, <laughs> I mean, you've, yeah, you're lovely. Um, you've seen <laughs> what the were news. You gonna say? I was going to say that you're the kind of person who uh, dictates the menu that people eat and then throw <laughs> terrible jokes at them one evening. <laughs> I was going to say. Marley was one of those people who goes through things, who listens to this, and she'll say she loved it, but she's also vegan, so it wasn't a big deal for her. Uh, I'm sure Marley, who seems lovely from the uh, one one time I've met her, uh, would not force people to eat what she wanted to eat uh, at a meal. I know for certain fact because we have eaten a meal together, and she did not force me to eat. What but she it wasn't wanted a to sharing eat. meal. Um, she is a uh, a true lady, Simon. <laughs> unlike you, a scoundrel. Have you been uh, following the news about Dr. Jill Biden? 
Well, I have. I tweeted about it. So, uh, some. Do you not see my incisive tweet? I didn't. I don't think I saw your incisive tweet. No. What did you say? So uh, let me let me set set the scenes on, and you can incise it. Um, So various right wing folk, in particular Ben Shapiro, I think, but probably others, uh, have said that uh, Jill Biden shouldn't use the word doctor because she's not a real doctor. She's only a doctor of whatever she's a doctor of. She's got a PhD rather than being a medical doctor. I believe. What's that? Education. Education. Doctor of Education. Didn't even know that was a thing. Um, so that, and, English. And then obviously, various people have been um, going back and forth on this. But um, Simon, you're inside. You cut, cut through the nonsense. I will. Cut through the my, dross. my tweet was It's amazing how many people are upset with Joe Biden calling himself a doctor, but don't bat an eyelid at saying that tr- when Trump says he's the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln, any one of those things is true. Hmm. It's a little bit incisive. Yeah, very incisive. A little, little, little longer than I think. Of. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not snappy. <laughs> uh, you've, you've missed the pith a little bit. It, it's um, it's solid. Uh, by far, he, I always like the way that Trump when he's when he's making these mad claims. Yeah. Then we'll add by far, as if like you can always see like a, an adherent kind of knocking together and saying, "Well, I guess if you if you take into account the change in employment rates, and if you, you, an argument could be made that he in fact did." And then he's like, "By far, oh, okay. it's like when he said that was it Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton was literally the head of ISIS, <laughs> and his spokesperson was like, "He means that they." And it was Obama because he's like, "It means that his political decisions led the bedrock for." And then Trump was like, "No, I mean literally the head of ISIS." Well, I do remember a friend of yours, I can't remember who it was now, saying. Um, uh, that Hillary Trump, um, Hillary Trump, Hillary Trump, Hillary Clinton, um, deserved to be uh, president more than anyone else ever. And that was and, and yeah, I was like, well, I'm not sure anyone deserves to be president, do they? That's not like a, a birthright. What about Brie? <laughs> what? There's a brand of Brie called President. I did not know that. <laughs> Brie was trending on Twitter the other day. And was I, it Brie Larson? Well, that's the thing. She'd just been announced that she was hosting some game awards, so I assumed it was just a lot of angry people saying that she shouldn't be, but it turns out it was to do with EU trade discussions and how we're going to all eat cheddar instead of Brie. Which is I fine do love both cheddar and Brie, um, but I choose cheddar of the two. Yeah, I don't really like Brie. Poor Brie Larson. Yeah, I don't really like Brie Larson as a... Uh, <laughs> having, and I, I thought you were obsessed with her. She's a fantastic actress, but um, having seen some of her YouTube videos, I'm not, no, I'm not on board with this. Okay, well, should we should we devastated today? Yeah. yeah, we should probably be fine. Uh, yeah, I think people should be allowed to use doctor if they want to, and I do. Do you? When, when do you use it? Mostly jokingly, but I use it on if I if I'm ever filling out a form, I'll put doctor on it. Because I'm definitely, I think you, I, I agree. I think you, if you've got a doctorate, as long as there's not an honorary doctorate, if you've got proper, like you actually yeah, no, it, don't scum. Yeah, absolutely, you can use it. But um, the people who, so I have a BSc. Uh, I, I'm all very proud of you. Mm, and never in a million years or right, BSc after my name in, in my general <laughs> things, or even worse, BSc brackets on. Is like, you know, like <laughs> I got more than forty percent in my bachelor's. <laughs> well, great. Is that because you didn't? No, I did actually. So I did get more. <laughs> did I, did, okay. I did get more. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Because um, I don't. I work certainly. If you get a pass degree, they call it. If you got between thirty-five and forty, which just seems like such a small window <laughs> of to have a non-honours bachelor's degree. But it is. That was thirty to forty. You could pass at thirteen. Oh, okay. I, I guess one person did it and was like, "Well, I guess I have to now." I've, maybe if I did it, I would like literally just put in brackets like every single grade I've got for every single module. Of my, <laughs> my degree. Um, I mean, you do it if you want. I've, to, I've got I've got them all on a spreadsheet, mate. I could do it. Do you? Why? Just you know, got to keep records. You know, I got I just got the other day my spreadsheet with um, every grade I got in every A level module. Do you know that? 
I found this project. I found this project the other day. So, well, so yes, I guess I do know it. Good lord. Um, well, I mean, I could put Dr. Simon Thomas, BA ons, MA ons, MST, but it seems seems like a lot. Do you? Oh, so you don't get on. Oh, sorry, BA is ons, MA ons brackets. No, MA brackets oxen, MST. I think you have to put the oxen after the MA to be like this isn't a real MA. Because mm. as you know, I'm going to open university masters, and I, I believe I can put brackets open after mine if I want to. Is that? Is that? Does every university allow you to do that? Can open I... brackets. Open. Brackets. That's very good. That's very good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's probably. Could be open closed brackets, I guess. Yeah. 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 You can use that if you like. You can pass it off as your own. I will. I will. I will have to work up to it. There's a. There's a quite a lot of brackets going on in maths, on. They mean so many different things. It gets confusing. They call them parentheses in America. I know we use the term parentheses more broadly here, but that's what they call curly brackets. Oh, and they call square brackets brackets. Do they really? Hmm. Now they also have a bracket when it's into the American football. I don't really understand. Oh yeah, Mad March, whatever. March Madness. There we go. Hmm. I think Mad March hair. That's something different. Something different. <laughs> um, yeah. I remember when I watched the dictionaries, the American people were very keen on us doing March Madness, but never explained what it was. I was like, well, fine, knock yourself out. Oh, that's, that's very very good joke. Sound very good joke about knockout tournament there. Oh, good. Good, good work yes, on that thank joke. You. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for, yes, thank you. Merci. <laughs> tack. I've been watching a lot of Norwegian Taskmaster, and the only word I've learned is tack means thank you. Norsk. Yeah, sure. Probably means Norway or Norwegian. It does mean one or both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good, good. So what would you say, Simon, as we come towards the end of this uh, this triumphant podcast, mm, mm. Uh, is your favourite mm. ever Christmas present? Oh my gosh, uh, Patch. Oh yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I got Patch, my dog, cuddly dog, for my birthday when I was... And by birthday, you mean Christmas. Christmas. Sorry, for Christmas when I was seven weeks old, maybe? Yeah, like sounds all right. I guess I go plug you then. Like, like, that was like, easy. Cuddly play birthday, I got one. Well, every now and, every now and again, work out what, what, how old we were, but three, I think. I think. Sounds about right. Mm. Boom! What's the worst? Yeah, the worst Christmas. (laughs) I can't remember if it was a Christmas or birthday, and it was from an uncle and aunt of ours. Okay, who might be listening? Who who, I can't imagine are listening. Well, the thing was, the present in itself was fine. It was a blue shirt, Hmm. Uh, but it was a blue shirt size large. The year previously, they gave me the identical shirt size medium. (laughs) (laughs) Which like wow, that's a kick in the teeth. Yeah, that's that's. It's pretty tough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say the worst Christmas present I got. Um, it's difficult to to think of one, so I'm going to say the Chiselbrick calendar. <laughs> <laughs> which year? Uh, every year, sign every year. Um, which I don't mean because it's a great calendar, but I don't I don't really use calendars. Um, I mean, I literally don't use calendars. Uh, I, I use the or rather than the one on my mobile phone. So it's just it's just a, something that I turn over a picture w- once every month. <laughs> so it's another picture of Chiselbrook. Great, uh, but it was a staple of the uh, of Chris presents back when uh, we lived in Chiselbrook. And maybe, maybe the, I'm, I'm pretty sure last year then they saw say uh, Chiselbrook. Maybe. maybe not. Um, I mean, I, if if they had, I imagine it would be around my house somewhere, which you know primed to show me the the day, which is not. There you go. Um, that's the Christmas special of <laughs> <laughs> Peace in a Podcast. Do you reckon you'll edit it before Christmas? Oh, definitely not. 
no, no, <laughs> dear me, no. Well, I mean, maybe because you'll be here. It really depends. Tomorrow, really depends how tomorrow. much you're sticking to your plan of uh, <laughs> sitting around reading and therefore not engaging me in any way. I guess I might. Mm, yeah, that's a pretty big plan. <laughs> yeah, so yes. I guess I might do it while that's happening. <laughs> Uh, well, I think we've put the... I'm trying to come up with... The win into winter, Simon, and the win oh, into win. Mulled win. 